Hey, this is Coach Freddie here, inspiring people to do things that inspire them, and welcome to the I Have for Evolution, where we'll be discussing the benefits of growing and using industrial hemp for people, planet, and profit. Conversations about the history, legalization, farming, harvesting, processing, building, manufacturing, investing, and how industrial hemp can benefit people's lives, heal the planet, and how it can be used to make thousands of products and boost the economy and business. So, are you ready to join the iHemp revolution? Hey, this is Coach Freddie. I'm here at NoCo Hemp Expo 5 in Colorado. And I'm sitting here talking with Matt Collins, and uh, he's with uh, he's called Mile High Misfits, That's and right. he's actually doing a caricature of myself as we're speaking here. So how you doing? Awesome. <laughs> yep, having all the fun and half the calories. It's a beautiful snowy day in Denver. I think everybody that didn't make it to opening day should be down here enjoying. Everybody uh, should be enjoying all the different things that can be done with hemp. Yeah. Matter of fact, that's what I'm drawing on right here is hemp paper. I'm just doing a little sketch outline before I go to ink. But okay. Yeah, this is hemp paper. It's from Colorado Hemp Company. Yes. And they are, uh, Morris and Lizzie are salt of the earth, most wonderful people in the world. So I enjoy coming here, meeting other people that are like-minded and into this industry because I found that there's a, a homey quality to most of the people that I meet when I come to these things. I mean, I meet people that the first thing they want to do is give you a hug when you walk up, not a handshake. Yeah. Just a great that's feeling. That's what I got on my hat here. Free hugs right there. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's you that's hugging. You started this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into this, uh, you know, drawing these caricatures. And yeah, it's a great, great art, artwork Thank you. Here. Yeah, I've been uh, an artist since I was a kid. I actually went to school to be an artist back at Rocky Mountain College of Art and Design back in uh, 82. I graduated and okay. intended to be an artist and was planning to move to Portland, but I met a girl. And oh, when yes. I did that, I had a family. <laughs> when I had that, that stopped all my efforts to travel. And so I raised two children and went into construction eventually to make money because that was the best way I found to mm -hmm. pay the bills. And uh, it took a toll. And uh, eventually I was unable to do the flooring business that I had been doing for 25 years and and uh, decided I'd find an easier life. And that was doing artwork. So okay. it doesn't pay as well. But it oh, makes me more fun. It does exactly. Yeah. Yes, you, you 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 have fun with people. You inspire people. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I learned that a little bit later, and I should have. And I had people tell it to me often that money's not as important as enjoying your life. And That's right. I was always preoccupied with how much instead of how often I was happy. You know, so I was like, "Yep, I found out." Later on, here I'm 56 years old, and I finally, you know, I guess the way you put it is never too late to have a happy childhood. Cause I was just saying that in my head. I, I, I use that all the time. That's my saying. Is that your saying? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's that's how I feel about that, too. So maybe I heard it from you. Yeah, yeah I could have. Yeah. I'd so, say it enough. Yeah, it's like yeah. this has been a great opportunity, and then coming here and meeting all the most wonderful people, 
Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's been really a, a, an amazing experience. Yeah. So yeah, I've been able to do a lot of things that that uh, if I had been head down, knees on the ground, pounding out floors, I wouldn't have been able to, to see. That's so. right. Yeah, you get opened up to a whole new world of uh, eye hemp, industrial yeah. hemp, and all the many, many, many things that you could make out of hemp. So True. Uh, that's what it's all about. Yeah, and, I was surprised when I found out that. Last year I did this thing about hemp. It was a, just sort of detailed all the different uses that I could come oh, up yeah, with. Oh, yeah, awesome. Yeah, it had just a variety of uses that I wasn't even thinking that it could do. Yeah, yeah. One of the more astonishing ones was the fact that they grow it in, it's called phytoremediation, and they use it in soil, cannabis, hemp, right. to uh, pull toxins out of soil, and they've got exactly, it up at... Yeah. Uh, at yeah. What's that? Chernobyl is actually where I heard Yeah, Chernobyl, they, they used it over there. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about Three Mile Island, but Chernobyl, they've been using it to, through phytoremediation, to try to reclaim the soil, get all the radiation. Ah, it's just yeah. blew me away to hear that. Yeah, so you got all kinds of things on, on here. It's a, it's a uh, hemp flower with all kinds of people on it, and it just says a hemp-based plant, uh, paint and hemp-based cosmetics and hemp seeds and hemp rope and hemp paper which you're actually drawing this on That's, is this this is awesome. hemp paper, yep. I love hemp paper. It's malleable. It accepts ink. It accepts pastels, oil modifieds. I'm going to do a color piece of you. I'm going to use a little pastel work, but it's really a workable product. I think, I'm, you know, I don't know about the sustainability and how it's, you know, environmentally. I, actually, I do know. I listened to a podcaster of Joe Rogan, and he always talks about the whole reason that cannabis was made illegal was due to William Randolph Hearst. Yep. And you know that story. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell your guests about no, that? No, you can tell Okay, them. as it turns out, what I understand is hemp was actually everything. Hemp was the best source of paper back in the day. Back in the early 1900s, they developed something called the decorticator, which allowed you to take hemp and remove... Uh, remove the fibers to yep. where it could be made into paper. It had already been used throughout history as everything else. Canvas actually comes from the word cannabis in French. That's yep. where we used canvas. We used cannabis for yep. all the state all covered wagons were all covered in canvas, which was cannabis, which was hemp. But uh, William Randolph Hearst evidently owned a lot. He owned the publishing, owned a large publishing firm and newspapers in San Francisco and had bought tracks of land with trees for his paper mills. Exactly, and he owned all the paper mills, the trees, the uh, rights to the trees, and he owned over 50% of newspapers in the United States. He had a lot to lose, and he was one of the ones that instigated, got together with a bunch of other people. Anslinger, yeah. We got a Her Harold Anslinger, who I guess was in charge of, before this, he was in charge of the... Uh, Prohibition. Prohibition, precisely. Oh, and yeah. after that failed, he didn't really have a job. He was readily on board with William Randolph Hearst to demonize the next thing, which ended up being marijuana, yeah. which it wasn't called marijuana. I guess back in those days, it wasn't even called marijuana. They put no, that they, name they, to they, it. They labeled that and everything. Yeah. Yeah, everything's based on a big lie. So Pretty <laughs> here much. we are. Here, here we, we are, are trying to do this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so awesome. Blew me away to hear that. But I've heard it several times because I've heard Joe Rogan expound on that. Yeah. You know, and of course, the virtues of cannabis. Yeah. So anyhow, you've been an artist and uh, mm -hmm. you're doing all these, you know, caricatures you're going to yeah. start. 
So you've been doing this for quite uh, how many years now? Uh, since 2012. Okay, cool. I was uh, actually I was doing artwork in a dabbling fashion when I was working in flooring, and it was before when in Denver there's a area the Eighth in Santa Fe where artists were they just started putting up galleries all at once, and I was back back in the day back in 2007, eight, nine. I was displaying artwork there, but because I was having hardwood flooring guys come. I'd spend more money on beer, booze, and just hanging out with my friends than I did earning money from my art. It was never a wash. I always ended up $200 short or $300 short. So I actually pulled my artwork out of there, went on with my life, tried to get back into the galleries uh, not not long back. And it was like, well, no, there's a whole bunch of more people in Denver than there was back then. And I didn't, I wasn't able to find my way back into those galleries, which I, I found my way doing other things. So... And this is one of them. Yeah. So how did you get involved with actually the hemp industry? Actually, I have a friend that was, that, um, his name's Rick Dohan. Okay. Salt of the earth, great guy. He does hardwood flooring. I sold our, uh, hardwood, when I went into hardwood sales, I sold him hardwood for about 20 years. One time at his house, I met Lizzie and Morris. They told me they sell paper. I told them I was an artist, and that's how I got involved with this. They suggested I come here and start, you know, meeting people. And oh. as a caricature artist, they said, that's what we need is somebody to do characters because we have a lot of children. and We have a lot of characters be- in this. Yeah, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> right. Me being one of them. You being the primary one entirely. Yeah, there you yeah. go. <laughs> but yeah, it's been fun, and I've been having a great time. Actually, every time I do this, I can't believe how many. Oh, you're awesome. How many awesome people like Callie here who just came by? Yeah, who just brought to me. A, you know, she's just awesome. Just the most amazing people. So. Well, listen, Matt. I, yeah, I want to thank you for being a guest on the I Hamp Revolution podcast thank here. You. So uh, thank you very much. And I want to. I'm anxious to see this when you when you're finished with. Yeah, it. I'm going to use some color over here. I'm going to just put some pastel art or some pastel on here. Put some color to it. Do you have a website? Uh, I do. It's on Mile High Misfits. All one word, milehighmisfits.com. Okay, awesome. And yeah, thank you for talking to me. All righty, you take care and have a great, great day. I promise. I want to thank our listeners for tuning in today. And make sure that you subscribe to the iHamp Revolution podcast on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. Give us a review. And follow us on facebook.com forward slash iHempRevolution. Like us and then tell your friends. Help us spread the word about how using industrial hemp can benefit people, heal the planet, and provide long-term profit. This is your host, Coach Freddie, inspiring people to do things that inspire them. And thanks for joining the iHempRevolution. Revolution.